Welcome to the Nate Show. Who's that guy? You know who I am. One for the players at the crib, dank and drinks, and two is for the sound hootie hoo that I make. Nice ride. Where did hoodies come from? I saw Val Kilmer once. He was walking outside of a dumpling shop in a trench coat. Don't use ketchup on your hot dog. Do the number one meal with a large root beer. I'm an emotional creature. Don't open that door! <laughs> I want you to do me a favor. I want you to tell all your friends about me. The Nate Show podcast is presented by Safe Kicker Media Group. Please follow the show at The Nate Show on Facebook and at That's Nate Cox on Instagram. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me. I appreciate that. It's time. So this is an episode that I've actually been wanting to do, really a conversation that I've been wanting to have for a long time now. If you're a fan of the show and you've listened before, I don't even know if the episode's still available. Alex and I, I think, did two different episodes together, one where we just kind of just talked about whatever, and then, because we always end up talking about wrestling and stuff, but like, and you'll hear us throughout this conversation, by the way, use a lot of different wrestling terms, such as putting someone over, you know, getting heat, you know, this sort of thing. So if you hear some phrases that you're not familiar with because you're not wrestling nerds like us, that's fine. Um, I, you know, you may be better off that way. But, you know, this is a conversation, like I said, we've wanted to have because those previous episodes, we didn't really get into detail with really like we talked about our friendship and stuff. But we didn't really go like to the origin story and I always like seeing like when people are you know, close and whatever. I always kind of like seeing where they come from. Now, I'm not saying that Alex and I are celebrities, but I'm always intrigued by, you know, when you see like a celebrity or whoever doing an interview on a radio show or a talk show or whatever, and they say, oh, so you're friends with this person who's also famous, and you kind of get to see, you know, and they've been friends like for a long time. It's like you get to kind of see like how they started, and it's just sort of you kind of take it for granted. And so I kind of wanted to go into that with Alex, but also – you know, we had a period of time as we'll go over. I mean, you know, this is a two-part podcast. Both episodes are probably going to be pretty long because we have a tendency to, uh, you know, to kind of ramble and stuff. And and that's not a knock on him. He, he's first to admit, I believe he admits it in this episode. He's like, hey, I can get kind of long-winded, whatever. But we both have a tendency to get excited and talk about different things. But, you know, he and I went through some times where we were the best of friends. And then we went through times not very long after that where we didn't speak at all. We had like a little, you know mini feud and there are several uh, people that uh, matter of fact like a close friend in, in my life is you'll hear that name mentioned throughout some of these stories and how like some other stuff surrounding that was going on and you know this is stuff that's like 15 years ago so it's not us like rehashing and putting dirty laundry out there but just kind of like it's we were kind of discussing what happened what didn't happen and just kind of letting you uh, <laughs> be a part of that. This conversation was really more for us. Uh, no offense. It's very self-serving. Um, but I always say this, and I made the joke with him on this episode, or maybe in part two, where I said, hey, like if you're listening to a show called The Nate Show, and you're listening to Nate have a conversation with uh, his one of his childhood best friends, if not his best friend, uh, no offense to anyone else, but just like we were together in the same grade. Like If you're listening to that and tuning in and wanting that, as your content, then it's going to be a little bit self-serving. So uh, kind of a sorry, not sorry type of thing. But yeah, I did my best to sort of chop this down and edit it because there's a lot. We go over a lot. Um, and a lot of, like I said, a lot of us talking is just us talking. 
Uh, but I believe I've got a, I believe I've got a pretty good portion here for part one. It'll cut off um, kind of abruptly with kind of a cliffhanger, and you'll have to tune into part two uh, later in the week to get the rest of that. But here is part one of my conversation with Alex Osborne, who also happens to be the host of the What's Your Spaghetti Policy podcast. Well, uh, I am joined on the Nate Show podcast. This is kind of our version of the mega powers colliding by uh, my childhood friend, dear friend, Alex Osborne, a host of the What's Your Spaghetti Policy podcast. So say hello, Alex. Say hello, Alex. What's up, man? What's up, dude? So people don't know this. You and I have already been talking for basically an hour before anyone's hearing this. So it's just stuff between us, mostly just us talking wrestling and sports and literally happens every single time. Yeah. We will talk. We probably talk more about wrestling than we'll actually talk about anything on here tonight. But, um, you know, wrestling is relatable to everything in life, whether people know it or not. Yeah. And I sent you that photo, man. I'll just kind of just, we can always do the preliminary stuff here in a second, but like I sent you that photo the other night, it was like, I'm, I'm doing trivia. I'm doing whatever I put on wrestling just to entertain myself. <clears throat> I'm packing my stuff up and there's three young ladies just sitting watching wrestling, like enamored with it. And yeah. I was like, it's a shame they're watching WWE though. Cause this is not the good stuff. Anymore. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, well, you could argue that there's not a whole lot. I know. Of good yeah. Anymore. You kind of pick your poison with wrestling yeah. these days, but yeah, it's man, very like, much like the nineties. Yep. So I'll just let people know and you can jump in wherever you want here. But I mean, Alex and I, like I said, grew up together. We played little league basketball together at a young age, five, six, seven years old. And we were kind of kindred spirits from there, even though we're kind of totally different at the same time. Yeah. Uh, similar. Uh, we went to the same middle school, elementary, middle, high, everything. We stayed friends throughout. We you know, won a championship together as freshmen on the basketball team. And probably the only Boone basketball team to ever do that. Yeah. And then, you know, moving forward, we, you know, we were especially senior year and thereafter for a little bit, we stayed close. And then, you know, you went off to college and I went off doing whatever it is that I was doing. And we did kind of grow apart and we'll get to that here in a little bit, but yeah, that's kind of the background. Freshman year, we were close to senior year. Yeah. When you went to tech, yeah, you went to tech and you're talking about like with high school. Yeah. 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 Freshman year, we were close. And then uh, sophomore junior year we kind of just like went whatever way and then it was did you leave at one point yeah you went you went to a different school right no so, well yeah during middle school yeah in eighth grade i was not with you guys so i thought you went to crockett for some reason no like i almost did that's, Maybe that's what, you almost left to go play basketball at crockett i that was basically gone like I had already decided I was going. And then at the last minute, like my dad didn't talk me out of it. He just said, Hey, just consider like the move you're making long. You're like, I'm done. I might go to science Hill. I might go to Dobbins. (laughs) Maybe I'll go to Davy. I sat and I sat in my dad's (laughs) living room with my legs. Like I was sitting like that, just with a microphone saying, CM Punk. I'm I'm leaving with, yeah, man. But yeah, I was was pretty much gone. And What, what made you decide to come back? I honestly, I don't mean for this to sound sappy, but people like you, people like Nathan Wampler, and also the fact that that school was in the same conference. And if I transferred, I'd had to sit and miss a year of basketball. And I was like, I wasn't about to do that. Isn't that a dumbass rule? But in retrospect, I basically missed years of basketball anyway, staying at Boone. So you never know. But we'll get into that too. I've got got a whole, yeah, (laughs) I've got a whole lot of issues. But uh, yeah, so to get the preliminaries out of the way, I, I do have a podcast. This is like my third or fourth time on here. I don't know. Yeah, You've, You went through several iterations, so I don't know what's what's still available, what's not available. 
this is um yeah we'll just start this as like a soft reboot here <laughs> this is like yeah i don't know what to compare it to but yeah. yeah um but i have a i have a podcast called what's your spaghetti policy yep. uh it is basically it's a quote taken from the show always sunny in philadelphia um but i do not it is not an, an always sunny podcast. Right. It is not a spaghetti podcast, although we do talk about both of those things fairly often. Um, it is very much just a conversation uh, that anybody would have, but we literally <laughs> just recorded. It. It's me and my friend, my co-host, Jacob. Yep. Shout out, Jacob. Uh, shout out to Jacob. And basically, I had this idea because I had a, I had had a couple of podcasts prior to doing that, but like that itch of doing a podcast. Once you do it, it like never goes away, right? Yep. And so, not to go into the deep deep of it, but like basically, I you know I'd lived in a new town, I'd met people, and all those people had moved away. They no longer lived here, so it's like you know not. I don't know how you literally have a podcast by yourself. I could do it now. I could literally do it now, but like then it was just like I need somebody to bounce off of. And then, you know, time passes, whatever. And I meet this, this guy. Uh, and, you know, we, we've talked about it several times about making friends as an, as an adult. It's really weird. It's not like a playground it where it's like, oh, you like, you know, dirt. I love dirt. Let's be friends, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and so, like, as an adult, it's very weird to, like, because it's just like a different dynamic as adults, like, when talking and having conversations and stuff. And um, I just saw this guy and I was like, this dude's kind of unique looking like not looking as like he, he looks unique. It's just like he had this aura about like, yeah, yeah. you know, he just I gravitate <clears throat> towards unique people. I said that on the most recent episode. Did, and like yeah. uh, and so in talking to him and having conversations with him, I was like, dude, this dude's like cool. Like, you know, OK, like I could be friends with this guy. And then it was one of those things where I would just badger him for a long time and to where, like, as I'm badgering him, you know, not badgering, but it's like, hey, we should start a podcast because like we're funny. You know, you know, everyone thinks they're funny. And um like I, I saw this like enigma and like his uniqueness that I was like, I know he's funny. I, I enjoy his company, but like other people need to hear this to validate my opinion. Even though like, yeah. I don't care about other people's validation, which we will get into in the, in the conversation here coming soon. But like, and, and like, I'm, I feel like I've been proven right. Cause like he is one of the most unique people yeah, I have ever absolutely. met in my life. Um, and so it, it and I, I've literally through the through the course of this podcast, um, I have I, I've gotten a best friend out of it uh, just because, I mean, we've done 100 episodes, by the way. That's like I was getting I guess, ready to promote that. That's yeah, yeah. one of the reasons I guess I'm, I'm on here. It's like we've we've done 100 episodes of a podcast, which like that's not something to just like bat your eye at like that's kind of a big deal right <laughs> it is yeah i mean a hundred i said this on the podcast a hundred of anything is a big deal i mean i still think a hundred dollar bill is a fucking big deal like i yeah, like, yeah i love a hundred bucks like, give me a hundred tacos a hundred of anything is kind of amazing right and so we we have ever since we launched it we have not missed a single week literally have put out an episode a week now you know how hard that is as like sometimes yes. like you're like I don't, you know, you don't have anything to talk about. I don't want to talk about anything this week, you know, but like he, he's missed several episodes, you know, he was sick, you know, whatever, but then he, he took some paternity time off and, uh, but I have done literally a hundred episodes of the podcast, never missed a week. It's kind of crazy. So like I pat myself on the back just because no one, especially me thought that he would make it a hundred episodes, let alone that we would keep doing and it and now. Go yeah. ahead. I was going to say to be clear too, like not that he needs like his ego stroked or anything, yeah. but like when 
you say he was sick. You don't have to go into detail. I don't want to put his business out there, but he was like legitimately like scarily sick. At yeah, one he, point he, to where he literally couldn't do it. Like, yeah, we th- we <clears throat> cannot confirm it, but this was in February of last year. So this, yeah. we're pretty sure he had COVID because he was like had a temperature of like 104 and was in the emergency room. And this was before we knew what COVID yeah, was. We were, so they, yeah, exactly. They, they yeah. couldn't test him for it. It was like weird. And like, you know, he still can tell you that like his sense of smell is not all the way back. So like he missed that, uh, I think two weeks or whatever. Like he was like legitimately sick. So, and then, you know, he's taking, and like there was an episode, I think the first year we did it with Christmas, I think he like didn't do the Christmas, uh, like New Year's Eve episode or something. I don't know, but um, you know, it's a hundred episodes, man. Like there's TV shows that don't make a hundred. And right. Over time, you know, we've definitely found the flow and it, we flow very well and stuff like that. And, you know, we've had a bunch of guests on there. You've been on there several times. Couple but, times yeah. You know, I've met a ton of crazy. I've met a ton of people then doing a podcast. Like I have friends in Philadelphia. I have friends in England. You know, it's just like insane stuff. Like people that I have friends in, in Indianapolis and, you know, Chicago, all these places that I talk to people on a regular basis that literally they've discovered the podcast and, you know, it's like, oh, hey, you know, you know, we got something in common. So, uh, yeah, like it's just, it's, it's, it's weird. Like it's still, like you know, it's very self-serving. Obviously, having a podcast. I mean, you know, um, but it's just like, I can't, I still can't wrap my head around the fact that we've done a hundred episodes. Like it's, it's kind of mind blowing still, to this day. I was, um, I sent you pictures too. I think you shared it that um, <clears throat> I wore your all shirt to the gym the other yeah, day, yeah, baby, and I got several looks. You know, like, what is that? And then as I was leaving the gym, the guy working behind the desk said, hey, man, I like that shirt. Like, I, I don't know if he listens to the show or not. But yeah. It's just cool. Like your logo that you have is definitely an attention grabber for sure. Yeah, too. So it's, it's uh, cool. for anyone who doesn't know, it's 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 a spaghetti monster looking thing, but it's yeah. like a microphone. Um, it cost a pretty penny to get that design, by the way. And like, it looks like a legit like someone designed it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, if you ever want it, it's on. We have a tea public uh, shop. We have like 10 shirts which is nuts man like we uh we one of our goals that we set out in the beginning of january i was like you know we're gonna keep doing the podcast and we can you know experiment and do like bits and you know like things like this yeah thing. but like what can we do creatively um because we're both very creative people in very different ways like having a podcast is not it's creative but unless you're like but it's doing- a rapper having a mixtape it's not like yeah. I always that's the analogy i always use. no offense to you no no, no, I mean, no, no absolutely you know I, mean? I understand like, like it yeah. what i do is not creative in the sense that i would have these same exact conversations whether there's a microphone or not right like that's the thing is when people tell me like oh you have a podcast wow that's really impressive i'm like eh, yeah. i mean it is because <laughs> but it's also something like anyone right, can yeah. do it everyone has the ability to do it but it's that you've got to have that drive to do it but yeah one of the things in january I was like you know what let's design a shirt per month yeah if people don't buy them they don't buy them that's fine but like let's see what we can do and we tried to theme it around certain things like you know we did one in january where on our twitch channel we were replaying gears of war so we took our logo and made a gears of spaghetti and it's literally just the logo with the gears spaghetti logo or the gears of war logo with ours in it and so then i went on vacation so we did one that kind of looks like miami vice and like the beach and then um we did one in april i forget what the one in in march was but we did one in april where um to celebrate the mortal kombat movie because i'm a huge mk mark and like we took the ultimate mortal kombat 3 like font and then used the kunai that scorpion has and then put a spaghetti noodle around it so like 
we're doing stuff like that and then obviously you know june is for the for the you know celebration of pride month and stuff like that and let's also make it clear you talked about this on your podcast that people need to go download by the way um yeah do it but you're not making money off t public Hell no, like you know what i mean money. so we're not on here plugging going oh he's just trying to sell his shirts this whole podcast like no he's i mean yes but you're not trying to yes do it. but because like, what people don't understand is that you know it costs money to make a t-shirt and so there's two ways to do it if you have a podcast you can front load and buy a bunch of t-shirts yourself and then sell them at whatever price you want. And you, you once you've paid for the t-shirts, they're printed, you have them, you ship them out, you're going to pay for it. Yep. Or you can go the route that I did and that's T public where it's, it's made to order. So if you order a shirt, you know, and they're going to make it. And when they're on sale, we make even less. And it's yeah. never been for us. I don't care about making the money, but, it's very satisfying to see when a shirt is sold because that's also, like you said, it's an attention grabber. And it's like, Oh, you know, what's that? Because you're also, there's like, you know, you're gonna get people that are going to ignore your shirt. You're going to get people that are going to be like that guy who's like, Oh, I like your shirt. But there's also going to be that sect of people that be like, I, I get this reference. What is this? You know? Yeah. And so, because it's from sunny so and it's uh, confirmation for you too to be like hey like the work jacob and i are putting in like it's yeah. at least getting some attention people wanting to go buy a shirt like yeah. yeah and absolutely and you know i've talked to you this like privately you know i i say that I, I again i don't care about making the money off of it but you learn in doing things like this and which also validates my my choice in doing this through t public is that people will tell you yeah i'll buy that shirt and then they never do <laughs> So then it's like, okay, well, if we had this design hypothetically and we get all these t-shirts made and then all these people that's like, yeah, I'll order this and they don't. And I'm stuck with, you know, 50 shirts. You, so. This is probably a poor analogy and you, you're going to laugh at this, but when Womp, Nathan Wampler and I yeah. used to rap, yeah, it's a funny sentence. <laughs> we made our own little mixtape and all of our friends and family said, yeah, I'll get one, you know? So we, we made a, like several copies of it. Des he, you know he's a designer so he designed the logo yeah. he designed the album cover he, he does everything even the cd art and everything did my did the podcast first logo did your that's logo. right yeah that's right yeah um and then every copy we had when we talked to friends and family after they're like we well, should give it to friends and family for free and we're like no those are the only people that are going to support it right now you should yep. pay for this so it's like on kind of the same level it's mm -hmm. like absolutely yeah, you, you, know, you make a CD, yeah, we'll definitely get it. And then like, oh, like, you just want it for free. Gotcha. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we'll get it. That's what they're saying. We'll get it as in you'll get it to us. <laughs> I've still got copies of that mixtape five feet away from you on a shelf oh over there. So, hey, and, and no, to anyone listening, you're never going to hear it. Don't even ask. <laughs> Actually, you can ask Womp. He might play it for you sometimes. Yeah. I'm, I'm honestly surprised you didn't have Womp do a run in on this. <laughs> nah it's funny because you mentioned at the start our freshman basketball stuff like it was us three man at the end of the bench like all year just, yeah, just chilling like laughing Back having a good time the lace stack story oh, oh my you God. can tell it actually go ahead and tell that right actually now. i don't so, know it did i tell it correctly I, for the most part you did i mean you hit all of the notes i mean so we were going okay so nate and i we were on the basketball <laughs> team freshman year bench warmers man like yeah. we're not we're not our our daddy doesn't um you know to uh donate money to the school right. you know you know we're not we're not big until you were taught by the way it doesn't help trust me it doesn't help if your dad's like you know all-time leading scorer in boone history that doesn't get you any brownie points by the way which it should you would think yeah so um well yeah, my dad was the starting center uh for four years at boone there you go see so we we earned it and i played you know? football for a year because i was a wide <laughs> receiver and i don't know if you know anything about 
uh, the high school we went to in most high school sports, uh, they like to run the ball about 98% of the time. Oh, so especially it was a waste hours, of time yeah. for me to be a wide receiver. It's the power the O offense. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I had the ball thrown to me three times. One of them was an interception. One of them was an incomplete. And the other one was like a seven yard gain. There I did catch it. Though, seven so. yards, baby. Yeah. So that's my career. One, one catch, seven yards, you know, I don't even remember who the quarterback was, but didn't the quarterback wasn't because you didn't play football, did you? No, I wanted to. But so I, I don't remember because there was JV and varsity. We'll get to the basketball in a minute, but there was yeah. JV and varsity. And so like basically everyone was on JV. Whoever the quarterback was, I'm pretty sure was a sophomore when we were freshmen. And he, like he was a big deal because he had went to Peyton Manning's quarterback camp in Knoxville. And it did not help, by the way. <laughs> I don't remember who it was. It wasn't. I know we name. I name dropped him before. It wasn't Ben. I don't. I honestly don't. No, it wasn't. I, dude, I it wasn't hated ben. football. I it hated football practice. Like it was like two a days, and I was just like, it was miserable. It was in the middle of summer, and I was just like, I'm so glad I didn't stick around football because like, uh, it, you know, focused it all on basketball, and that didn't really work either. So, <laughs> but uh, back to the original point of the story was like, you know, we're going to Cherokee, right? Yeah, the first time was Cherokee. The second time, kind of bearing the lead here, was Sullivan East. So yeah, I don't remember the second time. I know that it happened. Yeah, but I don't. Sullivan I remember East. the first one. It was on the way down. Like you know, you're going on these trips in the back of the bus. I had some. I had some snacks. I have always been a big advocate of Lay's snacks because I think Pringles are trash. Sour cream and onion. Sour yeah. cream and onion, baby. I can eat one now. I can eat a whole two. No questions. <laughs> don't even think about it. My daughter loves them she go. calls those daddy's chips because i eat them and she'll eat the whole tube and not without us like she's just like me and so um i i, I guess i was given in you wanted some and i was like okay yeah sure so i hand them to you and either you take them and give them back to me and drop them or as i was handing to them handing them to you you dropped them and you spilled the, the stacks everywhere. the first time the cherokee one i just straight up dropped them <laughs> and like, i had no stack like i was going to pour some out and it just slipped <laughs> out and i just dropped the whole thing everywhere the sullivan east one the second time it happened you gave me some and i'd even like felt good because i got some without making a mess yeah and somehow, like when I went to hand it back to you, someone else was like right here. I don't know what happened on my arm, like hit the chair, like yeah. those the those bus chairs or whatever. Uh -huh. And it made it like basically fly to my hand and then just shot across the floor. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Like it's too, <laughs> too straight. <laughs> and obviously that's only funny. You even me. told me because you were like, don't spill them again, man. I was like, dude, I won't. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and it's just it's man. Obviously, that's that's a story that like literally only you and I find funny. But and I think you eventually like you're like here, here's a replacement or something. It's yeah. some somewhere down the road. I don't know how far down the road, but I know even you like one of even them. like last or a couple of years ago when I was doing stand up out in Knoxville and I'd come visit, I'd bring you some stacks and yeah. stuff just to like make up. Like, I'm sorry, bro, because yeah. <laughs> I'm stuck with no with no snacks for the rest of the time because I got nothing else to do except eat on this trip there, because I sure yeah. shit ain't gonna play basketball. Um, but you know it's funny like we one of the things that we were trying to think of something creative for episode 100. Cause it's, you know, it's a big deal. And so we thought, you know what, let's, let's go back and let's look at what people wrote about us in our, in our yearbooks. Yep. You know, we've yep. been out of high school for you and I for 15 years. Um, and so it, it provided a lot of entertainment and you realize um, that everyone in high school is full of shit in every way imaginable now the tradition of 
signing a yearbook is very odd if you take a step back i i said it on the pod i was like i feel like it's one of those things that like literally is just something that has always been done and it's just something that you do you know it's like getting a class ring going to prom and getting your and signing somebody's yearbook but it's extremely weird because you're putting enough faith in this person to essentially as you say put you over they're trying they're going to write yeah. something nice about yeah. you they could not you know but for the most part, I guess everybody typically follows the protocol, which is also a social experiment too, right? Like, yeah, you know, you're supposed to here write something nice about me, and you know, depending on the the friend you are. Now, you and I were discussing this earlier because I thought to myself as I was doing this episode of the podcast, I was like, "There's not a lot of names in here, but senior year is probably the year at which." Again, it's probably the peak of high school, right? Because I mean, yeah. you're you're the senior, so I know I know several people, uh, but I felt like there was not a lot of. I mean, I had a lot of signatures compared to my co-host Jacob, who had three. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I, I, I was like trying to recall at some point because I know that there was this addendum that you, that they passed out because yep. the class behind us, the junior class, was a huge class, and so there was not enough room in these yearbooks. And so I was like, I couldn't remember if it was junior year where I was just like handing my book to everybody to let them sign. But I think that's what it was because senior year, you're more selective and you're just like, I don't like you. I don't like you. You're not signing my book, whatever. And so, you know, basically we just read what everybody wrote and there was my co-host definitely had a much different experience (laughs) in high school. And I was under the impression that everyone had the same sort of experience that you and I had in high school. Right. I don't know how you feel about it. Like I don't have any high school pride. I don't care. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't care. Like, you know, and I, didn't. I my high school pride is derived from my father. Like yes. I have a Daniel Boone basketball, 1985 shirt that I wear to play ball in on Thursdays to sort of pay my respects to, you know, which is the funny. Cause probably people are like, damn, he looked good for that. For his age. <laughs> <laughs> He's got Benjamin Button syndrome or yeah, something. Man. But I um I don't I don't I don't know. It's weird. Like I had two good years in high school and then two not so good years. And those not two good years were for different reasons. Freshman year was miserable. Absolutely miserable. Hated everything. Hated everyone. Uh my junior year, I was like knee deep in like college prep. So like I didn't do anything except schoolwork 20 like all the time. So my sophomore year was good, and then my senior year was all you know, senior year is great because it was whatever. But you and I, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we've talked about it. We, for some reason, I, and I don't know why, we'll maybe, maybe we'll just, maybe we'll like jar loose the reason why in, in this yeah. podcast. But um, we were, we were really close freshman year. And then like literally sophomore and junior year, I don't think we like ever spoke to each other. <laughs> and then senior year, we got, you and I got in a lot of trouble in French class. Like, <laughs> a lot. Um, I think. Madam Carter yeah. liked us, but we were a little mischievous. We just never shut the f- up, which is why it's perfect that we have podcasts now. Yeah, so, like we like, literally. When I look back at my entire childhood and leading up to this point, I'm like, oh, it makes sense. I, I've never stopped talking, so yeah. of course I could do this. Which is you kind said, of wild when you think about it, because yeah. you're kind of a quiet person. I am, especially like if I don't know you. Yeah, and I don't have a desire to know you. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's weird, yeah, because I am. I get a bad reputation when I go to gatherings, right? People assume that I'm 
very quiet. I I kind of have a stoic look about me at times where I can look very standoffish. Yeah. But like I can talk to anybody. Yeah. I can carry a conversation with anybody. I mean, I have a podcast, but I am very selectively social. Like I'll send feelers out to see if like we're going to vibe. And like I'll I'll know real real quick within the first like three minutes of a conversation whether we're tight and whether we're gonna we're gonna mesh and if I don't then like I'm not talking to you like that sorry bro so like you know you, there's some people that are the life of the party they talk no matter what they'll just talk to whoever listens and yeah. that's not me <clears throat> but like I can literally talk to somebody for hours if we vibe because again I, I like to talk I mean I have a my thing is I don't know if you relate to this at all. I try to be fairly um, malleable with the environment, meaning like if I'm in a room or at a party, which I don't go to a lot of parties, you and I talk about that. Like if it's loud in that room or if there's someone that's loud, the life of the party, I'm fine. Like I'll be quiet. I'll go hide in the corner. If a room is quiet and awkward, then I'll come in and start making jokes and try to lighten it up. I always try to be sort of the LeBron James of the room. Like I'll facilitate whatever's needed, you know, whatever. Yeah. And and then lose in the first round anyway. So, But yeah, you and I, you, I, I think simply put, like we were together all year freshman year and we had, you know, growing up together as a bond yeah. too. And then one of my favorite stories, a little addendum here is uh, summer, summer, not summer school, because summer school has an, uh, a negative connotation that we were taking classes. We, it was not a daycare, but like it was summer care. Yeah. Like it was summer care because, you know, your parents work and you got to go somewhere during the summertime. Is that you and I, because you and I share birthday, well, not share birthdays, but we share the same birthday month. We're within yeah. weeks of each other. Happy belated birthday, by the Thanks. way. Um, and you and I got gifts for each other. And I remember <laughs> I got you the Slim Shady LP. Edited. Edited. Ed, but it had to, you're like, it has to and be edited mom, because had to be mom like, one, yeah. And, but you bought me. Cypress Hill. Cypress Hill that was <laughs> not unedited. <laughs> it's right. totally different, like how we grew up there. As far as I like, had to, as I bought it from a Target on a Friday night. My memory's weird. I can remember so many things. Different. How were you able to buy it though? Every other Friday, I would hang out with my grandmother, the same grandmother that got me into wrestling figure collecting. Gotcha. To begin, well, at least supported the habit. Yeah, we can talk so, about that too in a little bit. You go to Toys R Us. You go to Hills at the time. Oh yeah. And then we go to Target at some point throughout that Friday night, Saturday morning window. I just remember being in Target and I'd planned it all week because I knew I had to get this for you. So I just remember talking to her and saying, look, like, I know that I'm not allowed to have CDs with the parental advisory sticker on them. Whatever I got to do to convince you that this isn't for me. It's a gift for my friend, Alex. You know, Alex play ball together and she was super cool. She's like, yeah, whatever. So she bought the CD from Target, like Johnson City Target. I remember it plain as day. And then I brought it to you that Monday. Yeah. It's it's just weird how you remember very specific things. And like, what's ironic is like, I don't listen to rap. I went through a rap phase. (laughs) Right. Like I'm a, I'm a metalhead. Like I I need the heavy stuff, you know? And so like, but I, you know, I went through that rap phase for about, I don't know, it's probably like a a year maybe or so. I don't know. Cypress Hill helps you bridge that gap though, because they had the rap superstar, rock superstar, they had two different versions of that same song. And like, you know, I grew up on heart on classic hard rock basically i mean i grew yeah. up on van halen and yeah. metallica and ozzy Osbourne. i mean i'm named after the the drummer of van halen so and then also my last name osborne so there's always the ozzy connection like literally my whole life yeah. i mean still is um so like it, I, 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 
that memory is like always like stuck in but um i guess i i i started hanging out with a different group of people i guess my like in a after freshman year in a sophomore year and so you i guess uh, part of the reason is you were still on the basketball team yeah that was the whole thing yeah so me you and womp there was a whole bunch of us actually we were all we win it we win the championship freshman basketball team wins a fresh like and how we did it i don't know it was exciting it was great it was fun i i did you play in the championship game no i did Somebody got in foul trouble. Oh, trust me, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> um, I remember. I, I didn't play long, but I know that I played. Yeah, I because like, look, I was, I'm not a great basketball player, but I am. I am a really good defensive basketball player. Um, so I was always the even even in like growing up, I was always the person like when my dad coached basketball, he's like, I'm going to put you on the best ball handler because I know that you can guard them. You know white on rice on a paper plate in a snowstorm sort of thing. Like you're, you know, you're going to stop. You're going to, that's, that's a rush hour reference. Yeah. <laughs> no, I never thought it. Uh, <laughs> um, and so I guess that's why I was in there. I had to guard. I'm pretty sure that's why I was at somebody. Yeah. I'm sure somebody point guard got in foul trouble or whatever, but um, um, yeah. And I know Dustin Ford got in foul trouble too. Yeah. No um, offense, Dustin, if you're listening, if you're yeah. listening, but, and like it was at, was it at Freedom Hall or was it at? It was at, it was at uh, Sullivan East, actually. The championship yeah. game was at Sullivan East. Yeah. The whole tournament I, was at Sullivan East. Yeah, that's right. I remember like three things about that season. One, going to Dobbins Bennett because as I'd never been inside that basketball. The and dome. Like, the, yeah. the dome. And I remember they, they are the only ones that had an announcer, like a PA. And so the name that stuck <laughs> out was, I think his name was Sebastian Giacometti. Uh, okay. Wow. That's a, right. That's a name from the deep re- recesses of yeah. my mind. Yeah. And so like, I don't know why, but I remember that name being over the PA. Cause I'm bored. Right. Again, we talk <laughs> about weird memory things. And like, I just remember like, that was the first time that like in playing basketball, cause you can play Boone hoops and like, you know, even art, when we played at home, it was just like, it was not great, but that was the first time that felt like, okay, we're, playing a basketball in high school like because even Sullivan East Sullivan South like all even Science Hill they didn't have that PA it was just the, the only one that had the PA and um I remember the championship game and obviously the stacks I remember going to Sullivan East yep and I was on the foul line and I'm a god-awful free-throw shooter because I'm a, I'm, my basketball style is catch and release because if I have to think about it I start thinking about my form and then I'm just going to be like Never as bad as Shaq on the free line, but I remember I went in for a layup and got fouled, and I hit both free throws, <laughs> which was amazing. <laughs> um, and I think I might have even hit a jump shot. I'm pretty sure the most points I ever scored in high school was like four or five. So uh, those are the that's the three memories of like playing basketball that I remember. Now I can get very long winded, so I apologize. No, no, dude. I mean, um, I. I don't want to rehash this story because I've told it several times, but for anyone who's listening to your podcast that does not listen to mine, I will briefly touch on this, my freshman year. So I start dating a girl in eighth grade. Correct. Now, prior to this, I had run into a bully situation Mm -hmm. was in eighth grade when I was in Mm -hmm. seventh grade. (laughs) And then of course, when I started dating this girl, it gets even worse. 
um and then it carries over into the summer and in into into high school now i see what you did there by the way carries over ah uh, yeah yeah <laughs> it was completely unintentional <laughs> by the way <laughs> i just saw her the other day but anyway no, did you really she came in target yeah she's holy shit yeah is she doing good good married now yeah, yeah i knew that yeah, i yeah. talked about it on the no, podcast she's great like she looks great she, her attitude's great like she's awesome yeah. so um next time you see her tell i said what's up <laughs> <I will. laughs> um but anyways, so there's there's a couple of branches to this story. Now, when I say that like I had a bully problem, I'm not saying that like you know I got pushed around and like made fun of. Those things happened, um, but like there was vandalism. Uh, there was right, th- and I know who you're talking about. So yeah, yeah there was I, there was police. Yeah, I know there was. Yeah. Um, my dad had you know you know for anyone's listening, you don't know how mortifying it is to be a freshman in high school and your parent has to walk you to class because you literally don't feel safe enough to walk down the class without getting, you know, pushed into a locker, your backpack taken off of you and being bullied by several people. So like, I I don't know, were you aware of this? Uh, Vaguely aware of it. Like I saw, but I wasn't going to ask you what was going on. I figured if you want to tell me, you tell me if you didn't. Yeah. Whatever. Like obviously in hindsight, you know how it ends, but um, (laughs) at the time, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm like really good friends with Brandon Neal, who we knew from eighth grade and he was the only friend I had. We shared a locker together. And then that there's a whole like unnecessarily like homophobic, like rumor that started over mm-hmm. AOL instant messenger for anybody. And that's how we're, we're showing our age here. Uh, there was like, you know, you could do chat, chat groups, like basic group text messaging. And like, there was this whole thing where like people were pretending to me being to be me and Brandon. And like, we were gay and like all this, like all this like stupid yeah. ass shit. Right. And so like, and it got so bad, like literally like they broke into my dad's like, like storage building, stole stuff, yada, yada, yada. Like, and I, I, there's a lot more to that. Literally, I can do an entire podcast about it, but this is just like the 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 quick version of this. I had had enough. I had had enough. The police wouldn't do anything. The principal's not going to do anything. I have reached my limit of what I can do. So I I ultimately vindicated this person and gave him what he wanted. So you know I you know. I cut a promo on his ass. Bro. I remember that day in practice too, but I'll let, I'll let you finish. But yeah. yeah. So Halloween day, 2004. So my freshman year in high school, I basically had had enough. So I push him in the hallway and I'm like, all right, like meet me, meet me in this church parking lot. And I said, I'm going to beat the shit out of you. And, you know, he laughs with his cronies and he's like, oh, hell yeah. Like, let's go, bro. Like, hell yeah. I'm, I'm fucking hyped. Like he was, he was, this was at like right before lunch. And I was not bullied for the rest of the day because he was like talking mad shit. Like he was going around cutting his promo. Like, oh man, I'm gonna beat this. I'm gonna, you know, you know, beat his ass. I'm gonna beat this guy. Whatever. So it's like, and of course, you know, I'm 14, I guess, at this age or at this point, and I'm just thinking like, you can't focus for the rest of the day, right? Yeah, yeah. And so <clears throat> it was on a Friday. Did we have practice that afternoon? We didn't have practice. You relate. Was I? It was either so I may have the memory wrong, but I remember you strolling into practice late and explaining to coach where you had been Monday. Well, uh, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. It may so have been Monday. It was Monday, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Monday because the fight happens after school on Halloween, and then you know, 
for for anyone who doesn't understand real quick sorry we had a walkthrough friday that you weren't there for we had something friday it was like optional but he wanted us to be there and you weren't there so he had asked you where you were friday and you told it i'll let you i'll come back to that in a minute yeah yeah, that's what it was um you know and so i am already (laughs) i'm you know i'm on edge um there was every intentions like this was not going to be a fight right who doesn't know the story this was not gonna this was a full-on attempt to murder me like and i'm not exaggerating no, when yeah. I say that. well like people are like always like i'm not exaggerating their plan was for this guy this bully and his and his cronies they were gonna jump me and they were gonna shank me and they were gonna kill me in this parking lot that's how much this guy hated me for no fucking no reason. reason yeah other than the fact that i was probably very mouthy to him because i wasn't gonna take no shit from nobody i still don't take shit from nobody yeah and so you know, this, this event, this whole thing has it literally, it, it changes the course of my life. Um, and so luckily my dad or unluckily, whatever you want to look at it, my dad lives in a, you know, again, people that live in trailers have a, have a negative connotation, you know, whatever. But I lived in a, in a certain part of the town that we grew up in or, you know, that we lived in that like there was some ne'er-do-wells, if you will. Um, yeah, I remember that. And so, like, I lived it. Yeah. yeah. So, I had befriended these people because these are my na- these are the neighborhood hooligans, and like, you know, I'm I'm the goody two shoe of this bunch. I'm the only one that I don't, I, you know, I'm not drinking, I'm not smoking weed, I'm not like doing all this shit. But like, I hung out with them because they liked me. You know, it was outside of like, you know, you the basketball team. These guys like welcomed me, even though like they're you know they're the freaks, they're the, they're the they're the oddballs. You know, again, unique personalities, yeah. whatever. And so, like, I knew I was like, I've got to take these guys with me. So I, you know, at this point, I'm like, okay, I'm knocking on doors. I'm like, yo, I'm I'm about to get in a fight. I need some backup. And luckily, you know, I, I however you want to look at it, I don't know if you want to use the word divine intervention. I don't know. Everything worked out to where this this one particular guy, Josh, I don't know if you remember him. He was short and like built like an ox, like intimidating dude. He was a junior, Josh Hart. I got it. it. I think you're thinking of the act. That's the name but of the it, actor. But I know, very close. I know who you're talking about. I know yeah, who you're had, talking about. Yeah, they're very, very similar names. And so, yeah. like, you know, I know exactly. Was, what you're talking. I can see his huge, face. Yeah, he's a yeah. huge pothead. But like, you know, I yeah. hung out. I hung out with him and like his friends in the basement, like all the time, because he was friends with uh, uh, um, Willie. Do you remember Will? Uh, I can't remember his last name, but if you saw his picture, you'd be like, yeah. Which is ironic because this Willie guy didn't really didn't really vibe with me but like we became acquaintances through life because we both listened to heavy metal and went to shows gotcha. in Knoxville. Yeah. and so, I, I keep wanting to say william mcginnis but it's not william mcginnis oh. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome right um and so anyways i have this i have this this thing and you know again however you want to look at it my life was saved that day because of the people i brought with me um so it becomes no longer a jump it becomes a fight uh one punch i'm not here to like i'm not here to put myself over but i whooped his ass i mean yeah. it was it's all i needed was one hit i mean that's two years of vitriol and hatred built up that just comes out i was like a stick of dynamite uh you know knees on knees on his on his shoulders pounding his face in i get put in a sleeper hold by josh because like josh literally saved my life because i was probably going to kill this kid and go to, yeah. go, yeah. go to jail because like you cannot stop when you're when you're whole, when you see red you can't stop anyway so that happens. We go to practice Monday. I have a black eye because he hit me one time. He did. I remember. And I came to school. I were you at the? Were you in the lunchroom Monday when I came in? I'm sure I was. I don't. I mean, 
I, don't I got a standing ovation <laughs> when I walked in the door. And you got to understand, I don't know. I don't know the majority of these people, but this is pre-social media too. Like, there's no Facebook was like the year after, right? Yeah. Or maybe maybe our junior year. I don't remember when Facebook exactly started, but uh, hell, maybe our senior year. But like, there's no cell phones. If you had a cell phone, it was a flip phone. Text messaging cost money. You couldn't call anybody posts unless it was after nine o'clock or you had to run out of minutes. Um, so like the news spreads like a wildfire. I guess AIM is still around, but like everyone knew of this fight because this dude was an absolute scumbag. Yeah. Um, and so the long drawn out reason I'm telling this story is because uh, I go to practice on Monday and I, you know, our coach says nothing, but we ran, we ran with JV, didn't we? Did we run with JV in practice most of the time? Cause I know yeah, we that, that day we did for sure. We, I think we, even and so, the coach of the JV team who already doesn't like me, um, super religious guy hated the fact that I was a Kentucky basketball fan. Um, you know, he, he's, he's the coach of the JV team. He ends up being our geometry teacher. Um, he basically is like, you know, what, you know, I don't condone what you did. You know, we don't, we don't, you have a standard to uphold here as a basketball player at Boone and you, um, you don't, you don't basically, live up to that standard and he basically he flat out told me and i think he told andy stacy the same thing i don't know andy stacy can correct me um he's like as long as i'm the basketball coach you will never play okay to be, to be fair though our freshman coach was also in the gym during this yeah so to give not that i'm going to give him a lot of props this episode but to give him credit he jumped in and he looked at right at you i don't know if you remember this part he goes did you win and he went, yeah, like he like shrugged your shoulders, like, yeah. And he just goes, good. Like, yeah, that, was like all, I, that was the only part he cared about. He was yeah. like, whatever, as long as you won. <laughs> if that's why you weren't here Friday and you won, that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. So, uh, and so, like, again, you look at it from my perspective. Okay. Well, I don't play bad. I don't play football anymore. And like, why, you know, again, call me a quitter. I don't give a shit. Like, I was never, I was, ne- again, I'm not the greatest basketball player in the world. I was never going to be the guy. I was I was gonna I was gonna be a bench warmer until I was a fucking senior. I would play, you know, here and there, and then you know I'll get to start senior night, and that's it. Not not because I didn't have the talent, and because I couldn't get better, because that's how high school politics works in sports. This is how it is. Sometimes your talent outshines everything else, but you know, at, at our level, what we were doing, I, no matter how good I was gonna get, I was never. So I just made the decision. I was like, okay, and I finished out freshman year, and then I remember, um going into practice at JV and I'm pretty sure Andy Stacy had either quit the day before or quit right before me because we had quit within two days of each other. I don't remember when Nathan quit because what's crazy is that freshman team was crazy talented. And if we would have stuck together that long, we would have been very, like, I, we may not have been like record, like world beaters, but we would have been like, we, we could have been really good, yeah. but I, I, the JV team, you were there. How many of us were left after freshman year? Like seven? What's wild, I was just telling Wampa about this the other day. There was We played a tournament at, at Virginia High over in Bristol. Mm-hmm. And I sub in, and that coach you're speaking of tells, I won't give a last name, but tells Dylan, hey, if you keep playing like this, I'm just going to play Nate the whole rest of the game, which obviously I was fine with hearing. Yeah. But Dylan literally gets up and leaves, goes to the locker room and just changes and is up in the stands watching the game. And I then this is awesome. I turn around to get 
I like I made a shot at one point, like a fadeaway jumper in the second quarter. And I turned around and another one of our teammates from freshman season had somehow quit while I was on the floor. I didn't even notice it, but was also up in the bleachers with Dylan. So it was just like, you weren't the only one that that coach ran off, by the way. Like, oh, I know I wasn't yeah. because your senior night, it was two people. Me and JT. Yeah. You and JT. And we had another senior that wasn't with us, Ricky. Shout out to Ricky. But he he just transferred that season. He wasn't. He's from Michigan. so Which is wild. We had 13 players on our team, which this is a, fi- a funny caveat. There was 14 people that tried out for the basketball team uh, at basketball camp, and 13 of us made it. Because I remember yeah. we were all like, oh, my God, did we make it? And only one person didn't make it. <laughs> Kirby. <laughs> oh, Kirby. And so, uh, I mean, you know. It, it, how many were on the team junior year from that, from that squad? Me, so, you, JT, me, JT, Jordan for a bit, Dallas for a bit. Um, but JT and I, I think, were the only ones that finished the season, if I have that right. But, like, yeah, it sounds right. No, Jordan did because like, he was close with Perry and those guys, so he stayed. But I think it was just us. If, I can't think of anyone else. I, if I'm missing someone, they can get mad at me if they want, but uh, they ain't listening. They didn't contribute, so I don't remember. Yeah. Neither but did like, I, to so, be fair. But. <laughs> so the long, drawn-out version is basically I leave the basketball team. and Yeah, so what – I mean, yeah. So then you and I – I mean, you're consumed in basketball, right? So that's like – that's your group. Well, you know, click group. Everyone knows that high school is full of clicks and shit, but it's like, you know, it's weird though, is I didn't hang out with those guys. I mean, like, I tried to every now and then, but I was never accepted by them. And so, I wasn't either. And so, I mean, in hindsight, it was, I mean, it's probably, it, it honestly, it worked out for the best because it sophomore, was, especially sophomore year, I didn't hang out with anybody. I was a loner. And then junior year, I started to hang out with a few people from the ball team. But yeah. I mean, not that there's anything wrong with this, but like on game days, everybody would go like smoke weed or drink or whatever. It just wasn't my thing at the time. Right. So I just thought, well, I don't need that. So like yeah. JT, JT and I would go grab a burger from McDonald's. That'd like be it. Like if, and we'd go back to the gym. In fact, and shoot, you're not going like, to Pals is beyond me. <laughs> we went to Pals a few times, but you Bro, know. I used to get a cheddar round and a sweet tea every day. Yeah, I remember. Here's another thing. <laughs> again jogging memories freshman year six o'clock in the morning we run in vegas for anybody don't know everyone it's called something everywhere different everywhere else some people call it suicide some people whatever literally you you know you run down the court five seconds you run down back down 15 down back down back down back 30 yeah one three five seven nine eleven and sometimes he'd push us to 13 15 and then back but yeah and so we do all this and then after you've ran at six o'clock oh, in the morning, drenched in sweat, it's drenched hot. in sweat. You're it's miserable, and like, and the start of the school year, it's still humid out because it's still 80 and 90 degrees. Yeah, so and then on game too. days, you're putting on you know dress yeah. slacks and all this nonsense. But then you've got the, the head coach, the legendary coach, uh, his daughter was like the manager at Chick fil A, so they always catered chicken biscuits. biscuits and yep. like, come on, like the last thing I want to do after running all this is eat a chicken. And you grab that aluminum foil wrap and it's still like <laughs> scorching hot, too. Like, I think oh. about this every time I get a chicken biscuit, like it has ruined my memory. Like, I still eat the chicken biscuit, don't get me wrong, but like, I, I it my, my brain triggers every single time that I think of this, but um. I don't even, what was the whole, oh, I guess it's the reason why we just like stopped being friends, but then obviously senior year rolls around 
And we, you know, we get in so much trouble. Dude. We just were in French class and we have so many, we literally, not that we created memes, but we, cre- we had memes before memes were a thing. Yeah. You would print out this picture of the, you know, a gold bond. <laughs> so to provide context for people, <laughs> I was always into doing dumb shit like that anyway. Yeah. And yeah. then, yeah, I found out that the word for glue in French was bond. <laughs> <laughs> so we started making fun of that gold bond, James Bond, you know, and yeah, Madame Cart, she'd bond. get so pissed off at us for doing that during class. Yeah. And so the next day I'd printed off a picture of Sean Connery's James Bond with the gun up like this. And then I'd printed off a picture of gold bond powder, pre Photoshop, cut it out with scissors and then glued it with bond over that. Yeah. So instead of a gun, he's holding up so anyway, and then showed it to her. She did not laugh, but everyone yeah, else did. There was so. the, uh, the Lance crackers. <laughs> <laughs> There's so many, even some of the things you mentioned in like your episode with Jacob, I was like, God dang, I'd forgotten about like when you Penis. read and you can read, yeah, I would say you can read it in a second if you want, but like what I wrote in your thing, I'm like, man, I didn't, I barely yeah. remember that. And then you and I loved, I think it was another thing too that like kind of brought us back in that familiarity of basketball is we fell in love with the We Believe Warriors. That's why I'm wearing the hat right now. That's what yeah. this is. So, uh, you know, it was just an un- unbelievably fun basketball team. Like, you know, and if you look around a few years ago for people listening, I know y'all know this. Like, there's a lot of Warriors fans running around about three, four years ago when yeah. they were winning championships and stuff. And that's not to say that we were big Warriors fans growing up. No. But I had a weird connection with them as a kid because my dad would order their games on pay-per-view because Keith Jennings from ETSU played for the Warriors. He started for a period of time when Tim Hardaway. With, uh, okay. Yeah, when Tim Hardaway was injured and Avery Johnson was injured, like Keith Jennings got some several starts. So my dad wanted to watch him play. They were teammates was in college. Was that before or after Mitch Richmond? That's like after. It's like right around the time or right after they traded Mitch to Sacramento. And Mull- what about Mullen? Mullen was or still, Mullen. I think Mullen was still there. And then he eventually ended up in Indiana right after that. So, but yeah, like they were, and they had just picked up Spreewell. That let's so round. Yeah. They had like a, like the Warriors had an interesting team, but then, yeah, like we were watching, um, I don't know why I remember this. And it's not, it's not a matter of me saying, yeah, I was right or whatever. But I remember watching a thing on Fox Sports Net the night before the first round of the playoffs and talking about how the Warriors, they were an eight seed, but they beat the Mavericks three times during the season, all three times. And they were, they'd won nine of their last 10 games to make the playoffs. So I was like, that's a pretty good streak. Like they're coming in hot and they're confident with the Mavericks. And I told you at school in that French class, I think they're going to win tonight. I think they may end up winning the series. I just kind of half joking. And then Baron Davis had like 40 points game one and they, and they ended up, yeah, winning the series. And we became, it was such a fun team. Like you said, oh, yeah. though, like our, our, I have, um, a, I have a weird connection to the Warriors too, because the year, the Bobcats, their inaugural season. Yeah. I, <laughs> I went to Charlotte and saw the Warriors and I believe Derek Fisher played. For yeah. The that was 0405. He left yeah. the Lakers. Yeah. He was with That's the, the only for... NBA game I've ever been to. Hmm. <laughs> Ironically. Wow. Yeah, Bobcats Warriors from 04. <laughs> there was no one in the stands. Like, nobody it was for people that don't know the bobcats were the charlotte hornets now but it was complicated because the hornets like had moved, moved to new, new orleans, orleans but michael jordan wanted to have a team in charlotte again so he ownership the bobcats and then the bobcats yeah the new Orleans hornets became the pelicans and then the bobcats became the hornets again it's, yeah it's weird yeah I, I assume that the original charlotte hornets share their history with 
it's complicated because i don't know because it's like the sonics and the thunder i was gonna exactly what i was gonna say it's like how the thunder kind of take credit for the sonics history and it's like well, you well know. i think if you go back like it's just the thunder counts as an expansion team right. i don't know um but yeah so we you know, i don't even know what the whole point of that was so we became like rekindled our friendship i guess and we came became really good friends we became close a lot of what helped us become close was just basketball being over and wrestling me. yeah and i like when i when i had to like when i didn't have to think about basketball anymore when i could just focus on hanging out with you and um just like all that that whole group of people yeah um like that was the most fun. Like those last two months of my senior year was a lot of fun because I and I knew I wasn't going to go to college, so I just yeah. was just having I was living my best life as they say now, just there at school for. Because that's the other thing is I'd stay up and watch the Warriors play. It'd be the late game on TNT. It comes on at ten. It's off at twelve thirty or one. I stay up and watch Inside the NBA until two. Listen to Charles Barkley talk, and then I'm up at five thirty ready for school. But like I had the time of my life, so. Yo, you know what? It's wild. Let's talk about school for a second. I, you know, we, it's, it, this still blows my mind. It's no wonder we didn't know anything. And the, the fact that we had seven subjects of homework every night. So where I live now, almost, I guess the way it is, and Boone may have changed, but everybody was, every high school now is block schedule. Yeah. Yo, people don't understand. We had eight classes a day for a year. <laughs> Literally eight. eight classes a single day, not four. Yeah. Eight. It's like, think about that. Eight classes. You got to cram eight classes worth of stuff. And most classes were about 55 minutes. It sucked. Everything Bro. about that was exhausting. It, you know, it's just like mind boggling because like when I, you know, and it took me a long time to realize that we were the outlier because everyone's like, yeah, yeah. Cause like when I get to college, and I'm like, again, and like, correct me if I'm wrong. We didn't have a fall break, right? We had spring break. No, we didn't have any break. So like, fall break was foreign break, yeah. to me like, until we yeah. get to college. I'm like, oh, shit, we get two days off in the middle, like in October? Yo, this is dope. And then, you know, and so like the whole thing, like block schedule was foreign to me. I didn't understand any of it. <laughs> it's yeah, still man. to this day, like I'm to this day, you know, this is wild to me. Um, So. Let's fast forward a little bit to uh, <laughs> the infamous, I guess, I don't know if it's infamous. I mean, it's infamous in my life and yours, too. Um, prom, 2007. Yeah, this is yeah, it's weird. Yeah. Um, so you and I were, were, I don't even know if I could say we were both sweet on the same girl because that wasn't, <laughs> that wasn't the case, but maybe became the case, right? And that's the thing, man. You got to understand the lesson here is you know your friends roll deeper than than you know than a fling right um so geez, i don't know if you heard that but my dog just like i did hear that like hacked was all the way down was that winnie no that was roxy oh, okay i couldn't tell um and so <laughs> sophomore year i'm in weightlifting and i see this girl and i'm like this girl's attractive you know um and then so like there's that 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 instant like okay like that you can you can feel the flirtatious vibes whether or not anything was and she was dating a dude at the time and so like okay whatever and then after weightlifting you know i'd become friends with her during that but like after that sophomore or whatever i like out of sight out of mind like she doesn't exist until like randomly i i don't remember the timeline but like i feel like she like like i don't know 
anyways, you can, you can tell from your perspective too, but like you inform me, you're like, yeah, I'm bringing, I, I won't say her last <laughs> name. I'm bringing Jessica to, yes. yeah, whatever. Yeah. To, uh, I didn't say her last name, so it's fine. Yeah, no, uh, I didn't say it on my podcast either. Um, I'm bringing Jessica to the prom. I'm like, oh, that's sweet. <laughs> and then for clarification, I, I, I have a girlfriend at this point, but like, I'm already one foot out the door. Yeah. Um, I remember. Yeah. And like, I, it's just like, I'm going through the motions at this point. She signed like, my yearbook too, by the way. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine what it says. Um, I don't know if I said, did I say that our hundred episode? Yeah, I think I did. That I'll week. actually read that in a minute too. I'll read, mm-hmm. I'll read Jessica's. I'll read that person's and I'll read yours. in a minute. Oh my God. It's a nice uh, uh, snapshot of the life back then. So, so then anyway, so, we go to prom we go out to eat where do we go it was next to no before we went to um what is now i believe now that it's uh smoky bones was it smoky bones then it was something else then it wasn't called smoky i don't know but is it still there yeah it's still there but it's it's a different restaurant now okay it might have been i don't know because Anyways, we go to this. It's like me and me, you. Well, I think Womp was there. I, I barely remember that, honestly. Uh, I know CJ was there. I'm pretty sure Jay was there. Josh McKee was probably there. Too. Yeah. Um, shout out, Josh. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm missing somebody. Andy, I'm pretty sure Andy Stacy. Was Hef there? Or was no, he with he a different crew? Wrong. Okay, never mind. So the crew, that's the thing. I, I didn't mention this on my podcast. So, like, our crew, our crew, we had one big mega group, but then we also had two. We split that group. We were the NWO, yeah. right? You yeah, know, you had Wolfpack, and you had so you had Wolfpack, and then you had the Black and White. So then the yeah. <laughs> you were pro- you guys were pro- you because you hung out with yeah you hung out with Stacy and Jay and Womp yeah on the primary. I hung out with Cash and McKee and Phil and Hef. Caitlin so, was our Miss Elizabeth. She was like, <laughs> and so <laughs> um, what's weird is. Almost none of the people I hung out with in this in the, in the Wolfpack group went to prom. I think yeah. Phil maybe and did he, book that think, other Phil. Yeah, yeah. So you just said Phil. Never mind. I don't know why yeah. I got confused. Yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure he, he did, did go. Yeah. yeah, and I'm pretty sure Josh went, but I know Hef didn't. Cash didn't. Uh, Phil and, and I used to not like each other. By the way, <laughs> I still I just talked to Phil the other day. Um, and I, was Evan with us? Did Evan go? Evan, I don't remember if he was with us, but he and I were cool at that point because he, Evan, he was Evan's, the one that gave me the Lordy album. Yeah, Evan's an outlier, man. Like I, he, I don't know whatever happened to him. Like, he heard us talking about Lordy. He's like, "Hey, I think I have their album. I'm not gonna listen to it. Do you want it?" And I was like, "Yeah, sure." Like, whatever. yeah. <laughs> and uh, so we all go out to eat or whatever, and you know, we go to prom, and then you have you have a curfew, right? It's so bizarre. My dad still feels a lot of regret about this, but yeah, like it's bizarre. What, but what's crazy though is had your dad not had that curfew, the entire course of everything that we're about to yeah. talk about changes. Yep. Literally without that, your dad's curfew, none of this, I can't say for certain, but I did warn you we'd have a bit of a cliffhanger, a really long conversation. It's going to continue. That's as good or as bad a place as any to cut off the conversation i know depending on your perspective but you know next episode this upcoming friday as you're listening to if you're listening to this as it goes up this upcoming friday uh, will be part two of the conversation also that's a good opportunity to remind you if you haven't downloaded subscribed whatever to what's your spaghetti policy podcast go ahead and do that because they drop their episodes every friday Uh, definitely listen to theirs first and then come back around finish this part of the conversation 
uh, that I had with Alex. But yeah, thanks for tuning in. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope that you've enjoyed this episode of The Nate Show Podcast. Make sure that you head over to thenateshow423.com, where you can follow this podcast and everything else that's going on with The Nate Show. I hope to have you back next time, but if not, I get it.